Welcome to another PI World podcast. This is an audio-only version offered as another way to enjoy our great content. A full video version can be seen on piworld.co.uk, where you can find many more videos of interest to investors. Good morning. My name is Robert Forrester, Chief Executive of Virtue Motors PLC, and I'd like to run through this morning the details of the acquisition of Helston Garages Group, which has been completed by the group. I'll go through an overview of the group strategy and how Helston fits into the group strategy. And you can see the four pillars of our strategy. The first one is growth. We have had a long-term aim to grow a major scale franchise dealership group. It gives us advantages of larger relationships with manufacturers and also enables us to get scale benefits of our digitalization strategy, both in sales and service. So the Helston Group is based in the southwest and operates under a number of brands. You can see here the uh, Westerly BMW dealership. And the acquisition itself, we believe, has a very strong, clear strategic logic. It gives us a significant scale expansion in the southwest of England, going from around four outlets to 32 outlets, and in franchises, which gives us a much stronger premium basis for the group as a whole significant expansion in some of our core manufacturer relationships in the premium side, but also introducing a number of other relationships. We believe it adds significant value to shareholders. Not only is it accretive to EPS and generates free cash flow, but also we believe it will give us a return in excess of our weighted average cost of capital. It's been financed through new and enhanced debt facilities, and I will spend the time to explain those facilities and uh, why we've structured it in that particular way. So in terms of highlights, it gives us an immediate 17% increase in sales outlets. We've now got 192. It's a brand new territory for the Virtue brand and augments Bristol Street Motors brand. And it also introduces to the portfolio Volvo with a great market area and one of the, the most high performing Volvo businesses in the UK, and also introduces our first high-end luxury brand of Ferrari, strengthening in addition BMW Mini, Jaguar and Land Rover. So uh, on the growth side, we think it's it's uh, absolute core to our strategy and, and hits many buttons. Virtue has a strong reputation for growth. We founded the business in 2006. We are now in the top three automotive retailer groups in the United Kingdom by revenue. And we've always had a very high, well-invested portfolio, strong manufacturer relationships, and a good track record of leveraging the group's scale and maximizing operational and financial performance. This transaction consideration is 117 million net of cash, includes a very strong property portfolio, and based on some historic numbers, gives an EV EBITDA ratio of about 6.8 times. The acquisition is being funded from existing cash, but also new mortgage facilities make up the bulk of the uh, additional debt. And we think that the debt levels are very conservative still in terms of net debt to adjusted EBITDA less than 1.4 times at the end of February 2023. And that 1.4 times includes uh, all used car stocking loans, uh, loans employed by the group, which is very different to how other people report net debt. So we think we are comfortable with those levels. We've identified at least 3.2 million of synergies which should be delivered by financial year 25. We clearly are very focused on integration. 
We've got a dedicated project management team to deliver integration and to deliver the synergies. That will commence in January. I've actually visited each of the dealerships over the last 10 days, uh, and I think we're very well set in terms of making sure that integration works both from a systems process and also from a people and cultural standpoint. By the end of March, all outlets will be rebranded Virtue Motors or Bristol Street Motors, with the exception of the Ferrari franchise, which will retain the cars branding. So the business has a turnover of about 500 million, made around 17.9 million in adjusted PBT in 2019. We've actually taken about 28 of around 38 outlets. The rest were disposed of prior to acquisition. And you can see the portfolio there is heavy premium in focus. Moving on to the footprint of the Helston business, you can clearly see here the arch. Uh, Land Rover dealership in Yeovil in Somerset. The map of the Southwest clearly shows that the Halston business goes all the way from Truro in Cornwall through to Dorchester in Dorset and up to Bridgewater. So they really dominate the Southwest with a scaled business. They currently operate under a number of brands. We'll bring that branding strategy together in line with our group branding strategy. But this gives us an excellent platform in the Southwest of England particularly dominating in Exeter, where we already have a number of businesses such as Hyundai, Renault and Dacia. I'm putting the portfolios together with our own. You can see this is heavily premium based acquisition and clearly sets us up for a brand new region in the southwest with the new dealerships in red. If we turn to the financials, looking particularly around the EPS and the free cash flow accretion. There are a number of key points to make here. We anticipate that the acquisition will lead to double-digit EPS accretion in financial year 24. The free cash flow will be accreted from financial year 25, and it will be in financial year 24 if you exclude the 7 million of incremental capex in FY24 due to the redevelopment of two of the businesses in the Helston portfolio. We also have some surplus property we we'll anticipate to uh, dispose of, hopefully in the next 12 months. And overall, we believe that the acquisition of eternal capital employed will be in excess of the current group weighted average cost of capital. Our dividend policy remains unchanged. So we're targeting a normalized EPS a cover of about three to four times. And obviously, we expect the EPS to actually increase. We've also got our 3 million share buyback program approval remaining in place. So if we turn to the synergies, we've identified 3.2 million, which should be delivered by the end of financial year 25. Some of this is around performance improvements in terms of financial insurance, after sales, and some franchise improvements that have already come through or are likely to come through in terms of BMW. Uh, we can clearly buy, uh, we think, better with scale, and we've identified purchasing synergies in a number of areas of about £600,000. Headcount changes. Uh, the managing director of the business is not transferring over, which is the bulk of the changes in headcount. We may actually put some more people in uh, to maximise the opportunity. And a number of other items which we've identified of plugging Helston into our group, such as auction rebates, smart repair strategies, etc., will give us another 600,000 of benefit. You can see we're having to invest particularly in IT which reduces the overall synergies down, particularly in the areas of IT network investment and cybersecurity.
If we look at acquisition structure and metrics, it was actually quite a complicated transaction because Porsche and Volkswagen dealerships were sold by the Helston Group immediately prior to completion, which meant there was significant cash acquired with the business. The net asset value we paid for the businesses acquired was actually set as at the end of August, which means that cash profits from the 1st September to completion actually accrued to us for the purposes of reducing goodwill and were reflected in higher net assets acquired compared to what we paid. Consideration net of cash was actually 116 million. And you can see there's a number of adjustments to get to what we believe is long run enterprise value for the acquisition. You can see that over a number of periods, the underlying EBITDA has been around 17.7 with an implied acquisition EBITDA ratio of around 6.8. That clearly includes all the stock and is not net of uh, any stock financing. And clearly, if you were to treat used car stock loans as not debt, then that implied EV EBITDA ratio would come down very substantially. So how has this been funded? And the major item is that we have taken out via a new facility with BMW Financial Services, a 20-year mortgage facility of £74.8 million. And that's the bulk of the funding We've also increased our facilities with our core banks. Actually, we've increased the number of banks in the RCF from two to three, giving us more firepower for potential future acquisitions and increased the facilities with Lombard in terms of used vehicle stocking loans. So we would anticipate anticipated net debt at the end of February of around 100, 110 million and uh, about 1.4 times uh, net debt to EBITDA at the end of February, but that will include any used car stocking loans. So we've renewed and refinanced our banking out till November 25 with an option to extend it to November 27. So it's good to get refinancing undertaken and complete. We've brought in a new bank and increased facilities, and we have financed this very long-term investment with a substantial freehold property uh, portfolio with a 20-year commercial mortgage with BMW Financial Services, which we have fully uh, drawn down. We have also drawn down six to six million on completion of the RCF, but clearly we'll evaluate uh, that going forward, given the fact we've still got substantial cash balances. So in conclusion, we think the Helston transaction has a very clear strategic logic, which is bang in line with the strategy that the board have set for the group. It gives us dramatic expansion into the southwest of England, making it a core region for the group and with a heavy premium manufacturer business, strengthening relationships with some of our core manufacturers, but increasing the number of relationships with the likes of Volvo and Ferrari. We think the transaction adds to shareholder value. It's accretive to EPS. It's strong in terms of future free cash flow generation. And the way we financed it with a mortgage-backed uh, debt instrument, which we will hedge out uh, to a degree in the next couple of months. And we think it still leaves us with a very conservative uh, balance sheet and conservative uh, gearing ratios so that the shareholders can benefit from the cash flows going forward with a still a very conservative balance sheet. The board are very excited by the transaction. There's clearly a lot of work to do now to integrate uh, the business, to get it rebranded onto our systems platform. But we think we're in a very strong position to generate value. PI World videos and podcasts are for general information and interest. They do not constitute any kind of recommendation or inducement to buy shares of any company. 
PI World is not offering any kind of financial advice and nothing in our material should be taken as such.